0: Deep Nerder contains explicit content. It is also fact check ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill.
1: And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it in the coffin.
2: internet when you're trying to sell something, but we live in 1812, so we're using livestock as bartering instead of money, because I can pay my rent in puppies. Oof. Oof, Cruella (laughs) Um, I guess, like, this is gonna be weird after the flow we've been having, but there are only gonna be two voices for the majority of this podcast. We're bringing it back to the OG. Oh, shit. The original flavor. Uh, what's, what's something that got redone? Like, we're Mountain Dew, but if you want Mountain Dew Code Red, you can listen to those episodes. Shit. Uh, how, I'm like,
0: I'm like, we're just original Britney Spears.
2: Ugh, we are the Mickey Mouse Club.
0: Yes. Ryan Gosling.
2: I'm trying to think of, like, a way to we're, segue
0: this. We're Breaker High.
2: I almost said speaking of Ryan Gosling, I just watched Scream last night and I was like, no, not not the correct person at all. <laughs> it's literally like everybody except him. No, it's uh isn't that no uh Nev Campbell? Uh Nev Campbell, we have like Jamie Kennedy. Oh, we Jamie have Kennedy. Matthew Lillard. We yes, have Matthew Lillard. Ulrich. That guy. We have uh, Drew keys? Barrymore. We have Rick Dowen. Yeah. We have uh, Courtney Cox. We have David Arquette. Yep. Fucking yep.
0: banger. Real good. And then they got married after and then they split up. And I think, did
2: they get back together? I don't think so. But my favorite part is in Friends. When you watch it, and she goes from like Courtney Cox to like Courtney Cox Ar- Arquette. And then by the end, she's just Courtney Cox again. <laughs> she's nice. divorced. You know what? She should never change her name. Why
0: would she? He should have changed his name. She's more famous than him.
2: I mean, I if my last name was Cox and I wasn't doing porn, I'd probably I'd probably get rid of that too. I would have kept it as like a power move. To each their own. Like um, watch me
0: watch me swing my cocks around.
2: <laughs> like I mean, that could be like a bittersweet ending to their marriage, but I prefer things are sweet. I like candy. Today we're talking about candy corn.
0: I was going to say, we can just shove a big candy corn pin in that. And
2: And listeners, you might be like, but I thought you liked to watch things. Well, you know what, bitch? This week I like to eat things. And you may hear this. Oh no, you did not buy that. Okay, so I bought my first... I I love candy corn. I don't know if I love it after learning about all the ingredients and whatnot that go into it, if I'm going to be completely honest. But, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm so excited. I haven't even eaten one yet. Like, I just opened it. I'm so excited. So
0: that's a huge dish of candy corn for people that can't see that. It is, like, it is. Put the microphone right in that and, like, move the. There you go. This is this is candy corn ASMR. <laughs> She's just dabbing the microphone into the candy corn. I can hear okay. their screams.
2: So like fun fact about candy corn. Mm-hmm. I for my whole life, I've never understood the shape of candy corn. And I'm like, "Why the fuck is it a triangle?" Right? My whole life, I've not understood why this is a triangle, why it's called corn, why it looks like this. And then I saw this stupid recipe online where people take like marzipan or a dough, and if you put candy corn like in a row, the yellow tip, it looks like a row of corn. I didn't fucking oh. know that. Did you know that? I did not. So if you were to stack like candy corn in a row, it literally just looks like kernels of corn. I've been looking at it sideways, and I should have been looking at it straight on. So, like, the white part is supposed to be, like, I want to say the pith of the corn or, like, the core of the corn. And so that's how, like, a kernel would sit in corn.
0: Yeah. No, okay, so when I look at candy corn, I'm like, yes, I just assumed it was corn shape because, you know, like a corn.
2: We all did this, and we all pretended like we had a little vampire piece. Oh, bleh, I'm not ready to eat one yet. Bleh, I'm not ready. No. I don't think okay. after later. I don't think I ever did that. Oh, I used to, like, put them up here and be like, I'm a vampire all the time.
0: Today Jordan's like, what are you covering? And I said, candy corn, and I'm doing
2: blank. And he's like, oh, well, what does candy corn taste like again? And I said, sugar. I will give you guys, I'm going to eat my first piece later, and I will give you, like, a full-on ASMR mouth experience. I'm going to give you a... What's the opposite of like a verbal mouth experience is what you're going to get out of me. Three dimensional podcast. Yeah, you're going to taste it. You're going to smell it. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to bring you back to the candy that apparently uh, you either hate it or you love it. There is no middle ground with candy corn. Half the people in the world are like, this is delectable And then the other half of the people in the world are like, put this fucking shit in the trash. Why does it exist?
0: It's really unusual that you and I are both on this, not you and I specifically, but it's pro
2: candy corn. For
0: for this topic, it's unusual to have both of us on board with the same, like, we're both like, we like it.
2: Okay. Cinnamon hearts at Valentine's say yes or no in three, two, one. No. Yes. (sighs) Oh, see, there we go. We brought it back. I think if you give me cinnamon hearts, like, fuck you. What did I do to you? It's not that I really like them. It's that my mom really likes them.
0: Oh, I hate. If I get get them, I'll give them
2: to my mom and then she's really happy. Okay, but would you eat them? I don't care if you give them to people. Why the fuck would I care who you give candy to? I want to know if you eat them. No, probably not. I don't mind them, but I probably wouldn't eat them. If I want that flavor in my mouth, I'm going to, it's going to be via fireball and I'm also going to be getting drunk like I'm not I like fireball. Like, ugh. Or what about
0: hot tamales? Trash. Really? I, I actually like I do candy. like hot tamales. It's spicy. I do like hot tamales. Ugh. Yeah. I'm a Mike and Ike's kind of lady. I like Mike and Ike's too. But also I just don't eat a lot of candy. There's that. Well, we differ there. Mm-hmm. I like my vegetables.
2: Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit salad, look salad. At his- <laughs> listen tonight is recording night which means i'm not going to eat a salad because i got home late i have a loaf of sourdough bread oh. that i'm going to cover in butter and just eat yes. um i've been eating a block of cheese like from the block like i haven't been cutting it and oh, it that's is good so like that's i'm just keto. bread and butter
0: yeah, yeah that's on ke- your, your on keto diet food. less i mean sans the bread and the bread the butter keto whatever yeah, fuck it live your life
2: Is it a vegetable? Just kidding. I'm not the American school system. Actually, you know what? If
0: there, it's, uh, no, I was going to say if it's a form of potato bread, we could say it's a vegetable.
2: (laughs) There is no vegetables in this. (laughs) So my favorite thing I learned about candy corn is that it it didn't used to be called candy corn. Oh, no. It was was called called? chicken feed. Oh, actually, I think I knew that. But it was called Chicken Feed, and yeah. I think that's awesome, because the whole idea of, of Candy Corn was that it was supposed to appeal to more, like, rural type of people, like, they are trying to get candy out there to people who, like, farmed and stuff, so the idea of it being called Chicken Feed made it, like, a little more, like, fun and interactive for people, because they're like, oh my god, hilarious, we're having Chicken Feed. Yeah. Okay. So... It was actually invented in the late eighteen eighties, which I was like, oh, this is when we bartered an animals. So like I can tell that guy from Facebook Marketplace to head on back in time. That guy sucks. <laughs> so it was made by a candy company employee named George Renninger. And then in eighteen eighty-eight, Wonderell Candy Company started producing it. Later, Golitz okay. Confectionery also took over. This, uh this like, idea of candy corn in 1898, and you might know Golitz because they actually changed and are specifically a jelly belly manufacturer now. So Golets oh, really? actually make jelly bellies, which is kind of cool, because, like, let me tell you, the best part about going into, like, a sweet factory is that they have the fucking jelly belly sorted. And you can just buy a bag of, like, buttered popcorn jelly beans. Like, that's the good kinds. I get my mom that every year for Christmas for her stocking. She gets butter and she gets pear. I don't know if she likes them. For some reason, I feel like she does. She's been getting that for years for me. <laughs> Just don't change it now. You conditioned it, her. <laughs> it's too late. So the idea of a candy corn is that it's more like a buttercream candy. So it has like, it's not like supposed to be overly chewy. It's not supposed to be like sour. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, chewy, and then it kind of melts in your mouth, but not in the way that, like, a caramel melts. Okay. So, it's like, yeah,
0: yeah, it's like creamy, kind of. Yeah.
2: So, a lot of the ingredients in the original recipe for candy corn were sugar, corn syrup, carnauba wax, which is also mm-hmm. known as palm wax.
0: Which is, sorry, repeat that?
2: Uh, carnauba mac wax. Which is known okay. as palm wax palm wax sorry sorry oh the micro the
0: the sound got weird there
2: that's okay and then water fondant marshmallow and color so carnuba wax is actually really cool because it's used in like a lot of things and i've never really heard of it so i kind of think it's crazy that we eat it cuz it has also been used to like coat dental floss it's used in a lot of like cosmetics it's used to like put the gloss on like tobacco pipes, like wooden ones. It's used in shoe wax, boat wax. It's used in deodorant. It's used as like a coating for like uh It's pills. used in
0: shoe wax and deodorant and we eat it. And then it's also used in explosives. And, and ex-
2: it's a like, multi use product. I'm really glad I get to eat it.
0: Like like hang on. Is it are we are we I know I'm full of shit like this isn't true but like we're not are we vegan no it's chemicals
2: it's from a a plant oh it is from a plant plant. okay 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 yeah so i guess it's like vegan explosives that's cool cool i mean i'm down so vegans gotta fight back in the 1950s this is when candy corn kind of like popped off because everybody was like trick-or-treating and they were handing out individually wrapped candies this is when candy corn was like we got this because their coloring is so festive Mm -hmm. So like we were talking about candy corn are like triangle shaped, which makes them look like really fucked up vampire teeth and not like kernels of corn, which has, it's blowing my mind. Like my mind is so blown. This is like when I found out about Tokyo drift. It's like same.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, I got a message about that. Someone I know was like, I literally just found out listening to that Tokyo drift was a prequel. (laughs) It's like,
2: how did you not know it was like, I just thought, like, maybe that they, like, did one and two, and then they were like, ah, fuck it, let's make a third, and then they just made this, like, weird movie in Tokyo with little Bow Wow, and I was like, that's cool, I'll watch it, and then they were like, okay, this popped off, let's go back to the original story, like, straight up.
0: No, because, like, the one dude that dies, and, like, the second one
2: is alive and well,
0: and the third one, so it's like,
2: come on. So I don't really look at the Fast and Furious and be like, ah, this storyline is lining up, I just assume, okay, it's cars, like... Sorry. They had a
0: white car and then they had a blue car, and now they have a green car and they call it the Hulk.
2: Same thing. So, candy corn is really festive, so it's triangle-shaped, and at the smallest part, it's white. Then in the middle, it is orange, and then on the end, on the flat kernel part, it's yellow. That corn side. The corn side! Who knew? (laughs) Um, So it's super cool because the colors are very festive. Like, when I see orange, I automatically associate it with halloween like fall especially like particular shades of orange and yellow together mm-hmm. and then the addition of the white is like well yeah what are they gonna do like make it black that's disgusting
0: no it's very psl it's very
2: pumpkin spice latte. Right, and it's also like making this and not having to put the color in the end probably made it more inexpensive to do right i mean perhaps are you scratching your back with that piece of candy no i'm scratching with my nail okay i was like yo, oh. another use <laughs> <laughs> candy corn facial so candy corn isn't just for halloween okay which i knew because they my favorite murder actually has recently done an episode where they talk about candy corn and they have they ordered these candy corns they're not one i'm gonna like talk about really but this company made them, and they're like turkey dinner flavored. So there's like what? a turkey flavored one, and then no. they have like they're all different flavors. And apparently, summer hits and summer misses. But like, unless Willy Wonka is making my candy, I do not trust these fake flavors.
1: So no.
2: that's a no from me. I bought from from Red Bird Brewing in Kelowna.
0: I bought their Belgian triple or whatever that was called Turkey Dinner. Yeah. It was friggin amazing
2: uh if you need a really good local turkey dinner beer highly recommend storm brewing on commercial and hastings it is five stars i got it um like last christmas or two christmases ago and like highly recommend it was wild
0: we'll be going there this weekend thank you
2: yeah so, other than the ones that they talked about on My Favorite Murder, candy corn also comes in, like, a few different varieties because they wanted to, like, be able to market it all year, obviously. It's the same way, like, Peeps popped off, and now we can get Peeps all year. We also get mini eggs all year. Fucking like, these candies Peeps. that fit, like, certain niches, like, they're just not flying anymore. Yeah, but, but the wait. fact that get mini eggs all year yeah. has kind of ruined them for me.
0: Well, I was going to say, like, Peeps are... Like, can't eat those. Maybe it's because I'm an old person now, but I can't eat those. But mini eggs, man. I I like mini eggs. I'll eat mini eggs all year. Like, again, I don't eat a lot of candy. So given the opportunity to grab mini eggs in, like, August,
2: sure. I like I like specific candies. Like, I like knowing that November 1st I'm going to go to Walmart and, like, binge buy discount Halloween candy. Like, I like... I like having something special to look forward to when it comes to food. So I appreciate that candy corn kind of redesigned for all year. It's not like the same thing. Like it's the same flavor, but they look different and I'll take it. I like
0: my special is, ooh, this vegetable's on sale and I normally can't get it all like all year round because it's at a premium. So I'm like, ooh, girl, this girl's eating avocados. Yeah, yeah i mean Brussels sprouts for a week. Let's go. Like, that's actually how I live my life. I'm sorry.
2: So other than candy corn, uh, also in the fall, there's something called harvest corn. Okay. So it's basically the same thing, except on the end where it is like yellow, they make it brown. So it's a little more like, I've seen that.
0: I've seen that. I did not know what it was.
2: Apparently, also on the east side of Canada, I meant to ask Tara, but I forgot. It's called blackberry cobbler corn. And so it's like a blackberry, like sweeter version of candy corn. And I was like, of course, the east coast would do that. You weirdos. Like, It's already so sweet. Right? How much so, sweeter
0: can it? It's like if your tooth doesn't fall
2: out, we did it wrong. Right? Oh, cavities. Uh, so there's reindeer corn at Christmas, which is obviously red, white and green. I have seen this. There's also Cupid corn and Valentine's Day which is red, white and pink. Oh, I think I've seen that. Leave it to fucking America to come out with freedom corn, which is Ugh. red, white, and blue. Like you can't just leave fucking candy corn alone. You have to make it American. Like put it make it eagle corn or something. Make these look like eagle talons. Like god, do you remember
0: remember like once upon a time when they got all butthurt hurt cuz France did something they didn't like, so they were like French fries in America are not called French fries anymore. They're called
2: freedom fries. Do you remember that bullshit? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking
2: dumb. Like, go to bed. Go to bed. And then in spring, they also have bunny corn, which, like, it's all... Past like pastel colors.
0: That's my jam. I like that.
2: And, like the little white tip. So instead of three colors, a lot of the time it's like two colors. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? That color palette is like very spring and, uh, and like appealing. And if I had like kids or was throwing like a little party and wanted like some nibblies, like I'd totally buy those. It's cute. Um, Also, because Oreo can never leave well the fuck alone. Like they always have to one up everybody. Apparently there is also a limited edition like candy corn Oreo, you can get. Hmm. Would I buy it? Yes. Yeah, me too. Sure how I feel about it? Yes. Would I still eat the full package? Yes. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Also, Oreos are vegan. Fun fact. You know what's not vegan? Pop-tarts. Uh Carnaby candy corns. So <laughs> if you're a vegan. I didn't know this. So, like, this is gonna be really fun for me. But these ones contain pork gelatin. Oh. Which, like, okay. I wish I didn't know that. Like, I'm still going to eat them. But, like, I don't... And then it's, like, may contain peanuts, tree nuts, milk, eggs, soy, and wheat. And I'm, like, or, like, meat. Pork, gelatin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, thanks for the heads up about the soy. Um. But not oh. the pork. Like, I, I know I should because there is, like, a gelatin in most candies. But I usually just, like, I play... I play fast and loose and blind and I just assume all candies are vegan, even though I know they're not. But seeing it on a label, like really just like. Ugh. I'm still going to eat probably this whole box, so it's fine. Nice.
0: Um, I brought up something that has made me remember what my actual favorite food is, and it is Pop-Tarts.
2: I am not on Team Pop-Tarts. I, that's,
0: I'm, I have a special relationship with Pop-Tarts.
2: I don't, I don't know, know. I'm always like these are good, and then I get them and I eat one and I'm like I wish I didn't eat this. Like I, I eat one and I transcend time and space and it's perfect. I wish no pop tarts, toaster strudel, like anything that's high oh. sugar and labeled as like a breakfast food. I think I just have like an extreme like no about toaster strudels. Fuck Ugh. yes. No, they're so horrible.
0: One time I had pop tarts and I don't know what happened. I ended up with like. I must have bought a container of icing sugar because I wouldn't have used. The... Yeah, exactly. I would have used the toaster strudel icing sugar for a Pop-Tarts and I would have a naked um, toaster strudel. And that's like crazy. So I must have used icing sugar and just like decked really? out my Pop-Tarts in 2020 and just lived my best
2: life. You're an animal. <laughs> Says the girl
0: that's like, I don't really eat candy. <laughs> ugh. So. 20- ugh. 2020 was dark. Okay.
2: Okay. It never happened.
0: It happened. My dentist knows it happened.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of dentists, apparently candy corn is actually not a very bad candy for you to eat because of the mm. texture of it. It actually doesn't stick to your teeth too bad. So something like a caramel or anything like a lot more chewier is actually a lot worse for your teeth and can cause cavities quicker. So these candies, like as far as candies go, they're not one where it's like, where you eat it and then you're immediately like, oh my God, I'm probably getting a candy because you're sitting there and like picking jubes mm-hmm. like out of your totally. teeth. They're like yeah. worthers and stuff. So these are actually like by dental standards, not a horrible candy to eat.
0: Or like ripping out fillings, like Macintosh toffee. Ooh. Yeah. Whom- I remember getting that in like, like trick or treating. I remember getting that and just inherently knowing it wasn't good. No one had to tell me. I just knew one time when I bit it, it wasn't a good idea.
2: I like it, but I'm also like as you know, I don't know if the listeners know, but I love going to the dentist. I fucking love me the too. dentist. Me too. I love the love dentist. the dentist. Big fan. I go every 3 months instead of every 6. Like I love the dentist. So like the idea of chewing something that could potentially like stick in your teeth, like it gives me like full body heebie-jeebies. Like it just like whoa.
0: Also for people that can't see us, Jill and I not to brag, but we have very nice teeth.
2: I have one tooth is crooked and I fully blame that stupid little bar they put behind your teeth like after you get your braces off like that bar bar didn't do shit my teeth moved the fuck around they were like square dancing in the middle and then I checked Invisalign (laughs) and Invisalign's like oh you want to fix one tooth it's going to be seven grand and I'm like you know what I'm good. I'll just mm. keep the snaggle tooth. I'm waiting until one of my friends becomes a full-fledged dentist and I'm fully going to trade her perms for Invisalign, like full-fledged.
0: I had one that they, when I had my braces. Well, doing? yeah. What are you
2: okay. doing? Yeah, that's barely, that's like mine. That's barely. What are you doing? Like who invited you to fucking like, <laughs> swear, yes. like my teeth don't need to six feet apart COVID distance. Like,
0: I, but so I had one that was like right here. It's like kind of, it's kind of rotated. And so, when I had my braces, they put like this like essentially like a stopper, like you'd put under your car tire, but in my mouth to like rotate the tooth. It did fuck all. <laughs> it's fine. less exactly, same same. It's just like here, take my money, and I'm gonna throw shit at this and see what sticks
2: so about candy corn, too, if you're concerned about anything, they're also considered like fat free because there's no fat in them, but, but you know go. what fat's good. I'm putting the lid on my candy corn so I can spin it around and read you some nutritional facts.
0: Okay. Or you can shake it like a tambourine.
2: I'm like Lucy shaking her like. Is it Lucy who shakes her goat goat bones? Her, her goat bones. If you put it's it Kenyan. by the microphone. It's oh, cut this out. <laughs> it's we, like we, whining. It's like both... whining crying when they shake their goat bones. It's Lucy.
0: Kenyon's the dark crimes. It's Lucy. There. Lucy's psych. Like,
2: yes. So when you eat candy corn, you can have about 19 pieces of them, which is approximately like 39 grams. That's fair. I like it's, that. I like 20, but whatever. It's 140 calories. So like not bad. It's zero grams of fat and 36 grams of carbs, mm-hmm. 65 milligrams of sodium and zero grams of protein. But then the thing that like, so I don't know if I've just had this like my whole life, but I don't like seeing sugar that goes into my food so in 19 pieces of candy corn you have 28 grams of sugar is is that a lot yeah like each piece you're eating is pretty much like one and a bit grams so like to look at that like that is a lot how much I have such an issue with, like, I physically don't like adding sugar to anything I eat. So, knowing how much sugar is in stuff, like, really stresses me out. How Um, much sugar is in a can of pop? So, I got a Canada Dry Cranberry Ginger Ale. And so, a can of pop is 355 milliliters, and there's 33 grams of sugar. So, like, mils to grams, I think, is pretty much equal. Mm -hmm. So, like... There's so much fucking sugar in these goddamn candy corns. They are sugar. But then I also have a bottle of 7-Up, and it's 710 milliliters. But in 355 mils, there's 37 grams of sugar. Like, so that's, like, like it's, like, almost better for you to have a pop than it is for these candy. And, like, the worst part about candy is, like, nobody fuck. I'm not gonna sit here with this and eat 19 and be like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to eat these by the handful and then I'm going to feel sick in half an hour. It's actually true. Yeah. But also, why do you have those? Why do you have pops in your house? Um. So, like, side story, you know how, like, every morning you wake up and you go like, mm, I should have a coffee or water. Sure. Like, <laughs> other than water, obviously, it's coffee usually, right? Yeah, okay. Um, Like, when you wake up, you're like, oh, uh, coffee, caffeine. So, like, yeah, Tara yeah. doesn't have coffee. She drinks pop in the morning. Sure. Actually, I, that's not... not the
0: first time I've heard that.
2: And, like, dating somebody who drinks pop has made me drink a lot more pop than I normally do. So, I usually just have, like, one or two pops in the fridge for when I'm, like, craving one.
0: I respect that. That's cool.
2: But... If you're eating candy corn, which is delicious, the NCA, also known as the National Confectioners Association, didn't know this was a thing, but I love it. National Confectioners. (laughs) Yeah. They did a poll actually this June of this year to ask people how they like to eat their candy corn. Other than I know the people who probably said like, I put it in the trash, because, like, enough- <laughs> we're split. We don't need to cover those people. 31% of people say they eat the white tip first, so they nibble off, like, the little end. 17% of people say they eat the yellow end first. And okay. then 52% of people say, I eat the whole fucking piece of candy. I just eat it. It's why it. nibble this. I huck it in my mouth. But, like... I feel like I, when I was little, like, there's a few different ways I like to eat it. Do I bite off the white tip? Like, 100%. Do I like to tuck them in my gums and pretend I'm a vampire? 100%. But then I'd be eating the whole piece. So, like, I'd say I'm like a, I'm like a white tip slash whole
0: piece split. I'm I'm a handful in my mouth kind of girl.
2: Who bites off the big end? Like, that's a weird thing to bite off, I feel.
0: I don't know, man. But, Do what you want. Live your life.
2: Like I said, a lot of people say throw it out. So, <laughs> Candy corn actually has quite a long like shelf life. So if you uh don't have an opened bag, or in my case, like a little plastic container, they'll they'll stay quote unquote fresh for up to nine months. If you open this bag, so this this box I just opened, in theory, it should last me three to six months before it goes stale. Okay. You're gonna compare that to like chocolate. So if we were looking at like a chocolate bar, pure chocolate. Yep. They can usually stay good for about two years unless there's nuts in the chocolate because the nuts produce oil and the oil causes the chocolate to go bad faster.
1: Fuck so those nuts.
2: But then if we're looking at the quote-unquote most like indestructible food in the world as we saw in Zombieland, if we're looking at Twinkies, mm-hmm. Twinkies apparently only last about 45 days before they start going funky. Really? Like, I would love somebody to try it and let us know. But according to my extensive research I did on candy corn, apparently candy corn has a longer shelf life than Twinkies.
0: I will do it. I will buy Twinkies and let you know. Because I feel like I've been lied to too many times by cinema. (laughs) Which I shouldn't be surprised by by now.
2: (laughs) Like, fucking Jurassic Park. Zombieland, man. He was looking for Twinkies. I remember, yeah. And he kept finding snowballs. Yeah, well, hey, I like a good snowball. I like snowballs, so I'm yeah, fine with that. Fan.
0: I like coconut, so there you go.
2: So candy corn has had a bunch of different names. Like, like I said, it was chicken feed. It's also been called buttercream or chicken corn, or like my new favorite fucking name for it. Are you ready? Okay. They call it Satan's Earwax.
0: Oh, bless that.
2: And big, like fan, big fan, big fan amazing the fact that somebody's been like that candy satan's earwax oh my god i keep like i keep touching it i'm just like holding it because i keep like out of habit i keep wanting to put them in my mouth and i was like no i'm not eating one yet (laughs) so in 2019 candy corn was crowned officially the worst halloween candy in the world which i'm like amazing (laughs) i still like it but i totally get why like, I feel it's, like it's the kind of thing where you eat, like, you'll have, like, maybe two handfuls, and then you're immediately, like, why the fuck am I eating this?
0: It's still so, my favorite, but I also, exactly, I, I, yeah,
2: yeah. This is more than enough to last me, like, all year. Like, I doubt I'll make it through this entire container before I'm, like, if I have to, like, put one more of those near my mouth, I'm just gonna bleh, like, bleh.
0: Until you forget, and you do it again, and then you just oh, eat them to the trash
2: hand- bin. Yeah, and then they go (sighs) stale in my cupboard next time I organize it. And I'm like, why would I want this? So every year there's about 35 million pounds of candy corn produced in the world. Or that's about 9 billion pieces. Which is wild to think that there's that much candy corn. It's probably like half of that's in the trash. Let's get real. (sighs) I still love it. And then, did you watch Food Network a lot when you were, like, a kid? or was No, just... I just,
0: I watched Jerry Springer and Maury.
2: Okay, so <laughs> I loved Food Network. I used to watch it a lot with my mom. And there's this show that was on Food Network, too. It was called Unwrapped with Mark Summers. Okay. And Unwrapped would go, like, behind the scenes of a lot of, like, Famous candy or famous foods and, like, show you how things were, like, produced and packaged in, like, a warehouse and, like, where it comes from, what goes into it, how it gets made kind of thing. So it's, like, a soup. it's a super cool show because it wasn't just recipes. So I'd put it, like, right up there with that, like – do you know Alton Brown? Oh, my God. Alton Brown had this amazing show. I can't remember what it was called for the life of me right now. Anywho, he had this amazing show where he basically – explained like the why we cook food the way we do or he'd be like today's episode is like eggs and we're going to talk about like how eggs are harvested and like where they come from different types of eggs different ways to cook them nutritional value like he'd break everything down and it was such a cool concept for like a cooking show because it wasn't just like cooking Mm -hmm. that's cool on the show called On Unwrapped by Mark Summers, there's a Halloween episode where they actually go behind the scenes and they go into the Golitz Jelly Bellies factory and they show you how they make candy corn. Oh. And so they show it where basically, like, whereas things would be done by hand, obviously they're doing it, like, a lot quicker. Like, it's all machine machines now. But they show all the different ways. They used to, like, layer the candy and stuff to make it. So cool. I watched it yesterday. It's like a three-minute clip on YouTube. Highly recommend. It's super cool. Just look up, like, unwrapped candy corn, Mark Summers. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, Alton Brown's show was called Good Eats. Highly recommend Good Eats. It was, like, 14 seasons long. It's amazing. I used to learn so much from it. Cool. (sighs) And then my last fact about candy corn, I was so excited to look this up. Um, October 30th is National Candy Corn Day. Fuck yeah, it is. I didn't so, know like, that. like, really shout cool. out to anybody who likes candy corn, because you can celebrate mm-hmm. it the day before Halloween. Should I eat a piece now? If you want to. Ugh. Right. I, do, I want to, so I stop touching them. Do it. A Have a, piece. Put, a the, piece. put the microphone right beside your mouth. I might eat three candy. pieces, because, no, I'm going to eat one. Eat three. Okay, it disintegrated like really quick. Like it was gone probably after like ten chews. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Super sweet and creamy. So I get the name of buttercream. Oh, second piece. Yeah, these are delicious. I can totally <laughs> see myself. Like I am gonna be so sick of these. In like oh, oh my God, In like in like five minutes, I'm gonna hate these. Put the lid on it and hock them outside your front door. Just like, no, I'm going to keep sh- eating them. I'm so excited. Frisbee that shit out your windows. Hey, what are my nutritional facts again? Not good. 28 grams of sugar divided by 19. Oh my god, each piece is like 1.47 grams of sugar. I ate three of them. Like, <laughs> I'm going to eat more. Ah, there you go. Hey,
0: who needs insulin? It's cool.
2: Okay, like if you like candy corn, I highly recommend picking up a box. I think this was like $3.99. I'm like not mad at this at all. For dinner tonight, I had a full Caesar. Yep, I, I saw that. Two hard boiled eggs and a handful of olives. And now I'm having candy corn. And like, yeah, I'm she's
0: not- winning. This is what an adult looks like.
2: I, like, wish I could give you some because this is amazing.
0: I don't want any because I can't. This is the case. So here's the thing. The reason why I'm like, eh, I don't really eat candy is because when I have candy, I just don't stop eating it. So I just choose not to have it around me.
2: I keep candy sometimes, but, like, if it was going to be a toss-up between, like, salads versus candy, like, I'm team salad and Tara is, like, oh, 100% team candy. So I usually don't have candy unless I'm with her. But I think I don't think she likes these, so this is all me.
0: So Tara really is like Jordan.
2: Yeah. Like, you never did this with your county corn. For those I didn't. of didn't see me, like she's, you never she's did a that. vampire. No, I never. As if you could outrun me. I'm gonna
0: As I'm, you I'm, can I'm,
2: fight I'm, me off.
0: This shit's going on fucking Instagram. I'm fucking Edward Cullen. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're who exactly you're whoever you want to be. Live your life.
2: I like these teeth, give me the feels like the guys from like we're what we do in the shadows. Like that's the level oh, of
0: that. That's exactly the level you're at right now. And that that's three, four, five, or six uh, pieces of candy corn now.
2: Listen, I'm going to reach that 19 piece max real quick and we're not going to talk about it. Uh, this okay. is seven. <laughs> Glad somebody's doing count. Okay. So, yes, go. Candy corn. Five out of fucking five, five. We'll eat again next year because, bleh, like, I, no, after this, bleh, after this, I'm never gonna eat them again. Eight. That was two pieces. Nine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine. Ten! <laughs> I
0: can't you stop. Can't, you can't wash that down with water. Water won't fix that shit. Ugh. You need to wash that down with, like, charcoal.
2: The water just makes it taste like liquid candy corn first. But yeah. Uh, candy corn's super cool. I'm glad that it's called Satan's Ear Wax. I think it it's fucking wild that you can stack it and it looks like pieces of corn.
0: I'm thinking sculpture projects in our future.
2: Blows my mind.
0: There you go. Like So cool. That was, was that pleasure. three at once? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: God. Uh, Anywho, enough about my dietary issues
1: with this candy. (laughs) On to you. Hi, everybody. Britt here. We have a special corner this week. It's uh, the Cooking Zone, as I've named it myself. We'll be going through how to make candy corn with our favorite celebrity chef, Elton Brown. Come with me for some spooky recipe. Ah. All right, let's get started. Now, if you don't want to listen to me guide you through this in the time where you want to make said candy corn, you could just type in to Google Elton Brown's candy corn recipe, and I'll send you right there. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read right off of it for you. I'll start off with the directions first, so then you don't have to like zap back and figure out how many this and that you need. You can just have it at the end, and then you can just sit back and do the directions thing. Seems easier in my mind. I guess you can like, let me know if that made it harder or not. Anyways, on with the show. The directions for Alton Brown's candy corn. Woo! Combine the powdered sugar, dry milk, and salt in a bowl of a food processor. Pulse for four to five times until the mixture is smooth and well combined. Set aside. Combine the sugar, corn syrup and the water in a two quart pot. Pull over medium heat, cover and cook for four minutes. Add butter, clip on candy thermometer, and bring the mixture to a 230 degree Fahrenheit about one to two minutes. When the sugar syrup reaches 230 degrees Fahrenheit, take the pot off the heat and remove the thermometer. Add the vanilla and the dry mixture, stirring continuously with the silicone spatula until well combined. Pour into a half sheet pan lined with silicone baking mat. Cool until mixture is cool enough to handle about 10 to 15 minutes. Divide the dough into three equal pieces. Add two drops of yellow food coloring to one piece and knead the dough until the color is consistent throughout. Add two drops of orange to the second piece and knead until the color is consistent throughout. Leave the third piece white. Roll together a piece of dough in, into a strand about 18 inches long cut each strand in half roll one of the white pieces into a strand that's about half inch thick and about 22 inches long repeat with a yellow piece and an orange piece lay the strands side by side and press them together using fingers cut strand into four inch pieces lay strands one at a time onto the silicone mat and press into a wedge shape like a triangle Use a wire butter slicer to cut the candies into pieces. If you don't have a wire butter slicer, use a knife or a metal bench scraper, whatever that is, or a pizza cutter to slice dough into small pieces. Repeat the procedure with remaining dough. Lay finished pieces onto a piece of parchment or wax paper to dry for one whole hour. Store in an airtight container with parchment paper between each layer. Alright, now it's time for the ingredients. So i use four and a half ounce powdered sugar, approximately a, ooh, one and a quarter cups? Yeah, one and a quarter cups. Um, half ounce of non fat dry milk, approximately six and a half teaspoons. Quarter teaspoon kosher salt. Three and a half ounces of granulated sugar, approximately half a cup. Three and three fourths ounce light corn syrup approximately one third of a cup two and a half tablespoons of water two tablespoons of unsalted butter room temperature half teaspoon half a teaspoon of vanilla extract and two to three drops of yellow and orange gel paste for coloring and that's all folks now you got your candy corn till next time bye my turn okay
0: so because we're talking about candy and for some reason, Jill was like, I want to do the research on candy corn, which, I mean, bless your heart because you did a better job than I would have done. So, yes.
1: Things
2: for me to claim in the world. I'm like, goosebumps? Fuck it. Are you afraid of the dark? Fuck it. I want candy corn.
0: Like, yeah. No, I'm here for it because that was really good. I learned something. So, thank you. Um. So, my trajectory, I was like, hmm, candy corn, Halloween. I was like, well, let's talk about, let's first bring it back and talk about the like back in the day the fear around Halloween candy when all of our parents were like oh someone's gonna fuck up our kids when they go trick-or-treating
2: remember when everybody was like there might be drugs in your candy and exactly I was like, but now that I'm adult I'm like drugs are expensive I wouldn't be giving them out for free to children like are you fucking stupid exactly okay
0: like, oh. so we've all heard the rumors right about poison Halloween candy And I'm sure you're, like, we just recently discussed, literally a second ago. Yeah. Like. Drugs are expensive? Well, yeah, drugs are expensive. And I remember going trick-or-treating and my mom being like, bring your candy home. Because, like, there could be razor blades in the apples or, like, whatever the fuck.
2: Okay, number one, if a house is giving me fruit, I'm throwing it away.
0: A thousand percent.
2: The only thing I ever ate or drank while I was trick-or-treating is there was one house and they gave out full cans of pop. Yeah, um, we I had... went up with that can of pop so hard because it was like that's how you knew you were halfway done. You sugar up, you take your liquid, and you keep on tr- trekking. Yep, we
0: keep we had tre- a we had a house on our street that yeah we had the can of pop house. We had like the big chocolate bar house. We had a house that gave away um, vacuum wrapped stuffed animals and toothbrushes. And then we also had, like, the raisin house. But I don't think we had... Oh, we had a house that, like, baked cookies. And my mom would huck those out.
2: Full chocolate bar house. That was the bomb. Full chocolate bar house is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember we had the... The full chocolate bar house was a dude. He was a paraplegic in a wheelchair. And he had... Now, I don't remember this because I was... I mean, I remember, but I don't remember... I was a kid, so this kind of thing... You'll see. Okay. So... He's in a wheelchair and I just remember my dad being like, or someone's dad, maybe not my dad, but like he had a really, really, really hot girlfriend slash caretaker and the the dads and we'd go trick-or-treating and we're like, hey. Oh God. <laughs> and like, I don't know why that sticks out in my mind, but it does.
2: So Oh, uh, because anytime dads do something fucking weird, you're like, yep. And then as an adult, you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly awesome. Like, guess what, dads?
0: We all remember. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, yes, we remember the thing, the like, the urban legend or whatever about the candy being poisoned. And for the most part, it is an urban legend. Uh, there's, I have a quote from sociologists Best and Herchi that say, they suggest this fear escalates during, like, when, like, there's a general fear, like overcoming the population. So for example, like a pandemic for one. But uh, back in the day, just to give one example in the eighties, specifically 1980, there was um, a wave of poison Tylenol. The Tylenol was being laced with cyanide and a lot of people, yeah, dude, a lot of people were dying from that. And because of that, they ended up uh, inventing, like, the childproof seal and, like, putting the plastic wrap on that, whatever. No one was ever convicted for that. But just to name an example, so in that specific era, it was heightened. Like, the, like, parents' awareness of whether children were touching or consuming, you know. We were, we were just rolling out of the cocaine in the water fountain thing. Oh, yeah. So, there's that. Okay. Um. However, there are crimes specifically surrounding Halloween candy, that still happen. So one example is in 1964, there was a New York woman named Helen Fife, and she was arrested for handing out ant poison and dog biscuits to kids that she deemed were too old to trick or treat. This bitch! It's kind of funny, though. You know, like, hold on. Anyways, so she was arrested. The cops weren't happy, but no one was harmed. So I'm like, Helen... Yeah, you're kind of a bitch, but no one, you're good. It's fine. It wasn't the right move, but it's okay. Like,
2: Helen, check your shit next time.
0: Yeah. How about you Um,
2: don't fucking give out candy then, Helen?
0: Yeah, just go to bed, Helen. Helen, just go go to bed. bed. Turn your lights off like an adult and go to bed. Why is it your opinion? Why, Why are you the authority on who's old? Old enough to, like, come on
2: come on my mother told me in high school i was allowed to trick-or-treat as long as i wanted as long as i put in effort and made my costumes myself i'm pretty sure okay. so like i think i trick-or-treated till maybe i was like 14 or 15 but like all my costumes were like homemade lots of effort and then i maybe went to like 30 houses, and then everybody was like, I know you think mini chocolate bars are wild, but have you ever had a smirnoff ice? And I was like, What? And then that was the end of my trick-or-treating days. And then everybody was just like, I'm a slutty version of whatever. And I was like, Oh, like I felt like Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls when she like rolls up in that like bride costume. And then everybody else is just like, I'm a mouse. And you're like, Oh, Jesus Christ, that is underpants.
0: Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <sighs> yep that should happen Mm -hmm. the u.s isn't the only monopoly on the poison candy convention there so also in the 1980s a crime ring called the mystery men or sorry pardon me mystery men with 21 faces oh that's very specific
2: mystery men is a great movie so (laughs) it is a great movie
0: sorry the mystery men with 21 faces blackmailed a Japanese candy company with threats that it would lace their candy with cyanide if they didn't offer large ransoms. At first it seemed like a threat, but sorry, at first it seems like a threat and stores ended up pulling large amounts of candies from the shelves only to find nothing was poisoned. The blackmailers struck again a few months later. This time their threats were actually real packs of cookies and candies laced with real cyanide were discovered on the shelves in central Japan. Fortunately, nobody died from the poison. Though the chief of the Shig- Shigira pre—this is where I pronounce stuff again—Shigira Prefecture Police Department eventually ended up killing himself because of his failure to stop the crime ring, which is really sad. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. So now that I've like fully, fully taken it down, but no one died other than him, so that's too bad.
2: Uh, Just to update all the listeners, I have put the lid on the candy corn because it is starting to make me feel gross after about, I don't even think I made it to 19 pieces. Like, like I want to brush my teeth. Nice. I can't believe I have to eat a whole bin of that. I can't even share it because I put my, I like fucking full on just rubbed my hand all in it and it is COVID. So like that is my candy corn.
0: So, the most infamous Halloween poisoning, however, took place on October 31st, 1974. So, this is, unfortunately, like an actual poisoning. So, for the, the other two examples, we got off Scott Clean, this one, not so much. Scott so-
2: Clean. Scott Clean. Scott Free? Scott Free. <laughs> Scott Clean. Don't tell me either- how to talk. I learned something new. To, what was the other one? Skelel, skeletal? Skeletal. No. <laughs> no. My friend said that was right. It still feels wrong in my mouth. Jessie, if you're listening, help me, girl. It's like the dick of words. What? Like, you think it's right, but it's wrong in my mouth. That's fair.
0: <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. Just made yes. it up.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. So this involves a Texas man named Ronald O'Brien, or as the media referred to him thereafter, the Candyman. Ronald, mm-hmm. Ronald was born on October 19th, 1944 in Pasadena. Spooky and birthday. he would... Hmm? Spooky
2: birthday time.
0: Spooky Again. birthday time. And he, he later executed on March 34th, 1984. Oh, hey, don't feel bad for Ronald. He deserves it. Ooh, <laughs> sound effects from Jill. Yeah. So on October 31st, 1974, Ronald O'Brien took his two children to trick-or-treating in Pasadena, Texas. O'Brien's neighbor and his two children also accompanied them. After visiting a home where the occupant failed to answer the door, we've all been there. You knock on the door and no one shows up. You're like, see you later. Yeah. The, ch- the children grew impatient and they ran to the next home. Again, like I said, been there. O'Brien stayed behind to continue knocking on the door. Right? He's like, hey, my kids want candy. I see, maybe I see a light on, maybe I don't. We're not there. But he's, he's waiting it out. Sure. So eventually he ends up catching back up with the group and he produced five 21-inch pixie sticks, which he said he got from the occupant of the house that showed up and presented them to him. So he's like, okay, perfect. I have this many kids. I'm going to need five of these. Thank you. He's like, all right, no worries. So at the end of the evening, O'Brien gives each of his neighbors two children a pixie stick and one to timothy which is his kid and he has another child named elizabeth so he also gives her one too upon returning home o'brien gives the fifth pixie stick to a 10 year old boy who he recognizes from his like church group like i guess a youth group the kids are in so he's like here's another stick of sugar
2: get out of here pixie sticks are wild that it is just literally sugar in a tube yeah Ugh. Just
0: a cheap way to get like parents to buy shit and get kids hooked on sugar and they're gonna, I don't know. It's a cheap, cheap child addiction. I don't know. Oh yeah. Hundo. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Drugs. All right. So before bed, Timothy, Ronald O'Brien's little boy, asked to eat some candy that he had collected as we all did. And according to Ronald, he chose the pixie stick. Timothy had trouble getting the powdered candy out of the straw, so O'Brien helped him loosen the powder. After tasting the candy, Timothy complained that it tastes bitter. O'Brien then gave his son some Kool-Aid to wash away the bitter taste. (laughs) (laughs) Timothy immediately began to complain that his stomach hurt and he ran to the bathroom where he began vomiting and convulsing. O'Brien later complained sorry, O'Brien later claimed he held Timothy while he was vomiting and the child went limp in his arms. Timothy O'Brien died en route to the hospital less than an hour after consuming the candy. So as you can imagine, this like erupted crazy friggin' fear along in their entire neighborhood. They're like, holy shit. These kids got this candy from this abandoned house or not abandoned house, sorry, like seemingly unoccupied house. Like where, where was the residence? And, Like, these people poisoned this child. So it was a big fucking deal. Timothy's death from poisoned Halloween candy, like I said, raised fear in the community. Numerous parents in Deer Park and the surrounding area turned in their candy from their children that they got trick-or-treating to the police, fearing that it was also laced with poison. The police did not initially suspect O'Brien of any wrongdoing until timothy's autopsy came back and the pixie stick he had consumed ended up being laced with a fatal dose of fucking potassium cyanide
2: jesus murphy
1: Hmm.
0: four of the five pixie sticks o'brien claimed to have received were recovered by authorities from the other children none of whom ended up consuming the candy thank fucking god The parents of the fifth child became hysterical when they could not locate the candy after being notified by the police. The parents rushed upstairs to find their son asleep, holding the pixie stick unconsumed in his hands. The boy was unable to open the staples on the sealed wrapper. He's just like sleeping, holding his treat. That was literally going to fucking kill him.
2: Jesus.
0: All five of the pixie sticks had been opened. With the top two inches, so 51 milli- millimeters, Millimeter? yeah. Refilled with cyanide powder and resealed with the staple. According to a pathologist who tested the pixie sticks, the candy consumed by Timothy contained enough cyanide to kill two fucking adults. While the Jesus. Four- yeah, dude, but wait. While the other four candies contained enough to kill three or four adults. <laughs> like,
2: that is too much. Yep. Like Okay, I'm going to look at this from, like, a dark side real quick, but that is poor product management.
0: (laughs) I don't know how expensive cyanide is. I guess I should look that up. But, yeah, you're probably right. Regardless,
2: the whole point of running an effective business is to have, like, low overhead. This is high overhead. This is, like, a horrible – that's, like, the first thing I thought of. I'm horrible. (laughs) What? That from a business aspect, this isn't a good use of product.
0: It's high overhead and then there's body disposal. It's not a good call. Okay. Yeah,
2: also, you are a horrible person.
0: Well, yeah. What I mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, O'Brien initially told police that he could not remember which house he got the pixie sticks from. Obviously, you gross human being. Police became suspicious because O'Brien and his neighbor had only taken their children to homes on two streets because it had been raining. Their suspicions increased after learning that one of the homes they had visited had given out pixie sticks. After walking the neighborhood with the police three times, O'Brien led them to the home where no one had answered the door. O'Brien claimed that he went back before catching up with the group. He and the owner, he said the owner did not turn the lights on, but did crack the door open and handed him the five pixie sticks. He claimed to have only seen the man's arm. (laughs) Sounds
2: legit. So, so fucking stupid. What Do you, you know what like? candy I'm not taking? The candy from a door that gets open like an arm's width and then a creepy arm comes out and holds specifically five pixie sticks? I'm not taking that fucking candy. No, and that's why I'm laughing. It's like, no. You yeah, might as well no. stick your arm in a sewer drain with a fucking clown in it. Like, that's so stupid.
0: No, or we roll back to the fucking, uh, the mummy, the second one. The- Ugh.
2: Or the second one, the scorpion. Better put a fucking bracelet on.
0: Yeah, and like shove your arm up a scorpion's vagina. Like that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, better
2: punch my. I'm fucking fist punch a scorpion. Oh my god,
0: Jesus I hate Christ! Dum 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 dum. Okay. Which he described as he described the man's arm as hairy. Okay, good job. Dum dum. Oh, legit. The home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. Melvin was an air traffic controller at William P Hobby Airport and did not get home from work until 11 p.m. on Halloween night. Police ruled Melvin out as a suspect when nearly 200 people confirmed he had been at work. Fuck yeah, Melvin. Fuck this dude. Good job, Melvin. As their investigation progressed, police learned that Ronald O'Brien was over $100,000, like, U.S. dollars in debt and had a history of being unable to hold a job. In the 10 years preceding the crime, O'Brien had held 21 different jobs. Holy fuck.
2: That's so many.
0: At the time of his arrest, he was suspected of theft at his job at Texas State Optical and was close to being fired. His car was about to be repossessed. He had defaulted on several bank loans and the family home had been foreclosed on. Police discovered that O'Brien had taken out a life insurance policy on his fucking children in the month preceding Timothy's
2: death. That is like, okay, that is so trashy. It's not a good thing. It's a
0: very bad thing. This is bad. I don't like kids, and this is bad. Like, it takes
2: a special type. It takes, like, children and seniors. And dogs. Like, that is, like, animals. Anybody who's not, like, an adult up until the age of, like, let's go with, like, 65. Like, that's fucked. No. Like, hurting kids. Like, I don't like kids at the best of times. But, like, that's fucked up. Yo, it's, it, correct. Yes.
0: So, in January 1974, he had taken out $10,000 life insurance policy on both of his children. And one month before Timothy's death, O'Brien took an additional $20,000 on both of the children. Wow, suspicious. Not suspicious. The, not suspe- don't be suspicious. Don't, yeah. be, suspe- don't yeah, be suspicious. Yeah, it's suspicious.
2: That's fucking suspicious.
0: <laughs> yeah despite the objections of the life insurance agency. So life insur- the life insurance agency was like,
2: mm.
0: and he was like, listen. And they're like, well, you know what? You look well to do and you're a white guy. So we're going to let it go.
2: Uh oh, checks out. Facts. Check. Mm.
0: You've got a penis and you're white. Take it.
2: <laughs> you got this. All right.
0: In the days preceding Timothy's death, O'Brien had taken out yet another $20,000 policy on the child. Calm your roll. Calm your roll. Calm your candy corn. Calm your pixie sticks. Everything is bad. The various policies totaled approximately $60,000. O'Brien's wife maintained that she did not know about any of the life insurance policies on our children's lives. Police also learned that on the morning after Timothy's death, O'Brien had called his insurance company to inquire about collecting the policies he had taken out of his son. After learning that O'Brien had visited the chemical supply store in Houston to buy cyanide shortly before Halloween
2: 1974, this police guy began- might yep. as well have just like writ a fucking memoir about what he did. He is so stupid. Yeah, well, most criminals are really fucking dumb.
0: And that's why we can have a podcast.
2: Like, there's this is so dumb. Yeah. Sir, you didn't even try. No, he didn't try. He
0: well, I mean, in his defense, he everyone told him he was great his whole life. So
2: fair enough. <laughs> Participation ribbon of life this fucking yeah. chump got. Thanks for yeah, coming exactly. out. Exactly.
0: What do you want to do? No problem. We'll help you. Let's go. Yeah, we okay.
2: got this. You're yeah. genius. You want more life insurance? I mean, it's like Doctor Death.
0: He failed his way up. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know much about this guy's life, but it's
2: like watching Trump run a fucking country when everybody was like. Half of America was like, "What are you doing?" And then the other half was like, "You're doing a great job, bud." And he's like, "Okay, I'll keep going." And all of us are sitting here going, "Are you for serious?"
0: Yeah. If it. Ah. Ugh. 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 Yep. Okay. Carry on. Police began to suspect that. Ronald, O'Brien. I keep wanting to call him Ronald McDonald because that's who I is. I want you
2: to call him Ronald McDonald as okay. well.
0: <laughs> so police began to suspect that Ronald McDonald had laced the candies with poison in an effort to kill his children to collect their life insurance policies. They believed he gave the other children poison candy in an effort to cover up his crime. Police repeated, repeatedly questioned O'Brien but he maintained his innocence because he's a fucking coward. All right. Coward. So although police never discovered when or where O'Brien actually bought the poison, he was arrested for Timothy Timothy's murder on November 5th, 1974, his poor fucking wife, and his other kid, fuck, and the kid that died, obviously, you know. He was indicted on one count of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. O'Brien entered a plea of not guilty on all five accounts because he's a fucking coward. Okay. O'Brien's trial began in Houston on May 5th, 1975. During the trial, a chemist who was acquainted with O'Brien testified that in the summer of 1973, O'Brien contacted him asking him about the cyanide and how much, (laughs) and how much that, how much would be actually fatal. (laughs) Wow,
2: why am I laughing? Just wondering, really quick. I'm laughing
0: at his stupidity. It yeah, is
2: so dumb. Yeah.
0: A chemical supply salesman also testified that O'Brien had asked him how to purchase cyanide. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Friends and coworkers testified that in the month months before Timothy's death, O'Brien showed an unusual interest in cyanide and spoke about how much it would take to kill a person. Did he have a podcast
2: by chance? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, these sound like weird facts that I tell my clients.
0: Yeah. Throughout the
2: day, where I'm like, do you wanna learn about a cult? Do you wanna look learn about like ingesting silver? Have you watched these episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Have you ever gotten your Tamagotchi to this level? Like, this is like something I would say.
0: Um, dude, when I was away in Kelowna, my neighbor's kid, my neighbor kept his pokemon tamagotchi the pikachu that you shake and gifted it to his new child and his new child was walking around shaking it and it gave him i have one yeah no he was but he was playing with it like it was a real like it was real life
2: and you were like oh a little buddy
0: no i was like dude like i lost my shit anyways he learned faster than us
2: so you could shake it
0: yes well yeah and he also had a full collection of 90s pokemon cards and i was like
2: Hate them from that child, they're probably worth so much money.
0: No, 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 no. They were the dads. The dads is like, My kids oh. can't touch this. And I was like, Did we just become best friends? Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. All right, where was I? Um, how much to kill a person? Okay. O'Brien's sister-in-law and brother-in-law testified that on the day Timothy's on the day of Timothy's funeral, he spoke of using the money from Timothy's insurance policy to take a long vacation and buy other items. Kate. Okay. As well. His wife rejected the claim that Timothy chose the pixie stick, stating that O'Brien had in fact forced him to choose the stick. O'Brien continued to maintain his his innocence. His defense mainly drew upon the decades-old urban legend concerning a mad poisoner who had handed out Halloween candy with poison or needles or apples with razor, razor blades inserted. These stories have persisted despite the fact that no documented instances or Episodes like that have ever actually happened. The case and subsequent trial garnered national attention and press that dubbed O'Brien, like I said earlier, the Candyman. On June 3rd, 1975, a jury took 46 minutes to find O'Brien guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. The jury took 71 minutes to sentence him to death by electrocution. Shortly after he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce. She later remarried, and her new husband has
2: adopted her daughter, Elizabeth. Like, poor fucking Elizabeth is going to have some issues. All those kids that he gave Pixie Six to are going to have, like, they're they're never going to eat candy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that is the tale of the candy man and the urban, well, part of which where some of our urban legends come from with poison candy, but I would like to state that there is very few, if not, like, other than that specific outstanding instance of Halloween candy poisoning, there's not a lot of deaths, if any, other than that. However, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, 40% th- 43% of Halloween fatalities between 2011 and 2013, specifically, all involved a drunk driver. I believe that. So maybe the candy's fine, but just keep your little crotch goblins off the fucking street.
2: So that's why, like, a lot of people trick-or-treat in, like, the mall now. Did you know that was a thing? Yeah, I used to do that when I was little. They trick-or-treat in the mall, like, hella now, and then different areas do trick-or-treating, like, in the stores instead of people's houses. So, like, at my old shop on Commercial Drive, like, people would trick-or-treat around the drive and go to businesses because it felt safer.
0: Yeah. I get it's that. so wild. So, yeah, there you go. Fuck that guy.
2: I can't believe he wanted to kill his kids for money. Like, dude, just go. I just, I feel like the urban legend for bankruptcy poison poison candy. Like, I feel like that also came from like parents just wanting to like go through kids shit. Cause it's super like Halloween. When you think about it is super fucked up that we're like, kids hear me out. You're going to wear a costume. So you're unrecognizable. There's going to be adults in costumes who are unrecognizable. And then you're going to go door to door to strangers houses And Mm -hmm. accept the one thing we tell you to never take from strangers the rest of the year. Yep. Which brings me, like, this is, like, a cool Halloween topic. Have you heard of the Switch Witch? No. Okay. So here's just, like, a fun tidbit. If you guys have kids ever, like, highly recommend this. So one of my best friends has two kids. And she was telling me about this thing called the Switch Witch. So the Switch Witch comes on, like, Halloween night. After you go trick-or-treating, you come home and you take your candy. And then, like, you know, there's an agreed-upon thing. Like, you get to keep 10 pieces, 20 pieces, whatever. You get to keep X amount. And then the rest of your candy goes, like, somewhere. Like, if you have a tickle trunk or, like, it goes outside or something. And it's like the tooth fairy. So the Switch Witch comes. She takes your candy And she leaves you something, like, maybe there's a new outfit, or a backpack, or a toy, or, like, something you've wanted, kind of, like, Christmas-style. And the Switch which swaps out your candy for, like, an item, which is, like, A, fucking cool, B, it stops your kids from being hyped up on sugar all the goddamn time, and you don't have to have that fight where you're, like, give me your candy, and then they're like, yeah, it's mine! Yeah. And, like, A, if you take it, then you have, like, mini candy bars you have all year that you can, like, put one in a kid's lunch or, like, take two on a special trip and you don't have to buy any. So, like, Switch Witch, five stars. I think it's such a genius idea.
0: Love it. I actually, really like that. That's
2: cool. I love that. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like, you had to trade in your candy and, like, can you imagine getting, like, I don't know, like, something you wanted as a kid, like, mousetrap? And you were like, this is Ugh. so cool. Like, I traded in all my candy for a cool game. I would have done that. I wanted Mousetraps so badly. Speaking of weird things, Tara went back to PEI, brought back a Spice Girls Barbie doll. Which then we one? went to, she brought back Baby Spice because she's gross. Oh, and then we went to a Value Village, and I shit you not, we found brand new in box Posh and Ginger.
0: Do you know what Ginger is the hardest one to get?
2: Well, she got it, brand new in box, dude.
0: Never. Yeah, been ginger open. ginger is the hardest fucking one to get if it's not sporty i'm not interested dude ginger was the one no one could get
2: there so I, i'm opening the bin again in summation of this episode
0: i can hear you chewing that
2: i hope that when i, I edit it, I, it hope, I hope like hear that texture like
0: I just want yeah. it to, I want it to end up in the, because when I, when I did the audio cleaning up, I like hope it doesn't, I just, I, I fingers crossed.
2: <laughs> it is like creamy. It's delicious. I highly recommend it. Maybe wouldn't buy this much. It Satan's earwax. It actually looks like corn. Check your kids' candies. Pixie sticks are the devil. If you're in a lot of money debt, that's your fucking problem. Don't take it out on your kids. Just switch. Just file a for bankruptcy. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy!
0: Like, I mean, it's not the best option, but it's better than killing your fucking kid.
2: Yeah, well, some people
0: are fucking stupid.
2: That's a villain. He's an actual villain. Questions, comments, concerns? You know where to find us, Deep Nerder. If you missed Britt, she'll be back at some point. Deal with it. Accept the original for now. Um, I hate that I bought this.
0: You're, I don't know how many. You've eaten way past 20 at this point. I've
2: so many. Like, you I haven't even kept... had dinner. Like, I had two hard boiled eggs and some olives. I'm so, I'm gonna be so sick later.
0: No, you gotta go eat some
2: vegetables. Corn.
0: It's not real corn.
2: Watch that episode of Unwrapped. Have a spooky time. We're mid October. And we'll catch you next week. And live your best fucking life or you're worse, but do it by yourself and don't drag other people into it. Yeah, don't fuck other people up over that. Word. Yeah. Alright. Peace. Bye. We're leaving that in.
1: Yay. <laughs> <laughs>